0: join me while I chat with people who've already done it, who've retired to something rather than from something. Let's find out together exactly what's waiting for us when we say goodbye to that nine-to-five. Hi everyone, welcome to episode 166 of Beyond Retirement. I'm happy to have you joining me today. If you recall, last week I was talking with Leah Sefor who is South Africa's go-to life and relationships expert. She definitely lived up to her reputation of being a straight talker who takes no nonsense, don't you think? If you haven't had a chance to listen to that interview yet, I suggest that you go do it now, because I'm going to talk about things that came from what she said, and it might not make a lot of sense uh, out of context. One of the first things we talked about was communication and relationships, And something Leah said really hit home for me. She said a lot of people have trouble getting along with others in their various relationships. And something we all should keep in mind is that in our relationships, we are the common denominator. So if I'm struggling to get along with my reading club friends, and then I go off to the Legion and I join my euchre playing friends, and I have disagreements with them too, it might be a good idea for me to step back for a moment and figure out what I'm doing in those relationships. Since I'm the one that's having the issues in all of them, maybe I need to do something different. That's something that I think about a lot, actually. Can't be me that's got a problem, right? It's got to be someone else. But when it's happening everywhere, maybe it's you. We went on to discuss the difficulty that many people are having figuring out who they are after retirement. We truly spend all of our life identifying with what we do. From the time you're about four years old, people are asking, what do you want to be when you grow up? And we're searching our minds and we're looking outwards all the time, trying to pick the right character, the one that'll make our dreams become reality. And as we get older, the first thing we're asked when we meet someone and the first thing we ask is, so what do you do? That's where this whole identity issue after retirement comes from, right? The important thing to learn and to really believe is that you don't have to do anything once you retire. Just being you is enough. And if you volunteer locally, if you mentor students at a local school, if you knit socks and mittens for care packages, those are all wonderful things that you do because you're you. One of the most important points that Leah made was around this aspect, that social standing has been an issue forever. When you say you're a lawyer and the person beside you says she's a stay-at-home mom, There's no denying the difference in the conversations and the actions of the people around you. If you're lucky, it's a subtle thing, but often it's quite obvious, and we perpetuate it ourselves when we worry about trying to identify ourselves in those terms. As a retiree, it's really important to remember, no, not just remember, but to accept that everything you've learned over the course of your life has made you who you are. It's not just the job that you did or the profession you were part of for your working life, you were in service to the company or the organization and the people that made up that select group. Now that you're retired, you get to be of service to society in general. Your skills, your training, your experience didn't just evaporate because you aren't employed by the company any longer. So it's time to identify the skills that you've got. Remember that your skill set goes beyond what your job description said. Do you think everyone starting out in your field has the experience and the skills that you possess? They absolutely don't. So here's a chance for you to be of service. You could offer your assistance to new employees through a mentorship course or a program. Or maybe you could start a blog about whatever it is you've done through your life, sharing the wisdom that you've developed and the experiences you've had. When Leah mentioned this idea, a blog or a YouTube channel, I'll admit, I got a little shiver of nervousness even at the thought of it. Putting myself out there and trying to tell people about something? Yikes! That takes a lot of courage, right? That's what I thought. But you know what? It really doesn't take much courage at all. Three or four seconds of insane courage is all it takes to do anything outside your comfort zone. Look at me. I got a podcast. One of the examples we discussed was the idea that if you were a doctor... You could give value to others by something as simple as telling people how to prepare for a visit to their GP. These days, everyone is so overworked and so short on time, having a patient come into the doctor's office prepared for the visit would be a godsend to the doctor, don't you think? And don't you think that you'd probably get more out of your visit if you went properly prepared for it? It doesn't take a lot of effort on the part of that retired doctor to turn on the camera On his or her phone or computer, and then do a short recording of what I wish my patients would do before they came to see me. Other simple offerings that would have great value could be when to see the doctor, how to choose the right doctor, or even just simple lessons on the various systems in your body and how they function. These are things that people look up on YouTube all the time. So I hear you. You're saying, but I'm not a doctor. I was just an, an admin assistant. First off, you were not just an admin assistant. Chances are good that you insured the office, if not the entire business, ran smoothly and on schedule. So what can you share with others to be of service? How about a short lesson on how to organize files on the computer or in a cabinet so everyone can find what they're looking for? Filing cabinets are no different than computer files. You create folders for every topic. Or maybe you're really great at customer service and you can give some pointers on how to deal with unhappy customers. Neither of these ideas will take up much of your time, but I am 100% sure that both of them would be watched on YouTube. As Leah pointed out, there's someone searching online for every single topic you can think of. The other big part of this that I was uh, worried about is the idea of not really being an authority on a subject. How can I pretend to know enough about something to share it with others? This is where Leah dropped the big bomb for me. You don't have to be an authority to share a message. People will listen to you, and they'll decide what they think of what you're saying. As long as you don't pretend to be something you're not, like pretending you're a brain surgeon and talking about what's going on in your brain, when in reality you're a landscaper, I think you'll be okay. The important thing at this point in our lives is to stop worrying about what others think. All through your career you were focused externally, worrying about what the boss thinks of your work, worrying about whether your clients were satisfied with what you've done, worrying about whether your latest actions would affect your chances of promotion, worrying about whether there was ever going to be a promotion. But now, as a retiree, as Leah pointed out, there's no limit to what you can do. After all, what's going to happen? You can't get fired, So it's time to stop focusing on the external ramifications of your actions and start focusing on what you want to do to satisfy your internal desires. And we go back again to the question, what do I want to do with my life? And the answer can be anything. Is there something you wanted to study that got put by the wayside while you made a career for yourself and reared a family and succeeded in life? Maybe now's the time to go back and study that. It's never too late for a second career if that's what you want to do. Just because you retired doesn't mean you have to stay that way. Remember, we're retiring to something. What that's going to be is entirely up to you. So take some time and think about what you want it to be. As Leah says, it's time to be you. So in summary for today, I think the important takeaway from Leah's conversation is the importance of developing confidence in who you are, not in what you do and in owning the freedom to be your true, authentic self, now that you don't have to live according to someone else's rules. Next week, I'll be talking with Emily Braun, who makes her business out of helping people figure out the best place for them to live overseas. She does the research, and she works with individuals and couples to determine what suits them best. I hope you'll join us. And that's it for this episode of Beyond Retirement. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. I hope you enjoyed it. To check out the video interviews, please go to my YouTube channel at bit.ly forward slash beyond retirement. That's bit.ly forward slash beyond retirement. Be sure to subscribe so you won't miss any new episodes.